Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. This week's episode takes us to a film that I did not have any positive or negative opinions on whatsoever. I just decided to give it a chance. So, hold on to your memories, here we go. Starring Hugh Jackman and Thandie Newton, this is the 2021 Lisa Joy directed Reminiscence. First things on this, the plot is kind of a mess, so I'm going to turn to IMDb to give a plot synopsis on this film. Nick Bannister, a private investigator of the mind, navigates the alluring world of the past when his life is changed by new client, May. A simple case becomes an obsession after she disappears and he fights to learn the truth about her. That's actually a pretty good rundown as far as what happens. It broke it down into simplest forms. If I was to go and actually give my plot synopsis on it, we'd be here for probably about 10 minutes. This movie is often complicated, yet simple at the same time. As far as the actual movie itself, it fits into the category of the film noir type of genre, but it has that sci-fi edge. So it has a lot in common with something like Blade Runner. That was probably one of the main things that I took away from this film is that it really felt like a Philip K. Dick inspired story, but it also had a very Christopher Nolan type of influence on it, which is no surprise considering Jonathan Nolan was producer of this film. Jonathan Nolan has collaborated with his brother Christopher on many occasions. Honestly, as the credits rolled, I felt the movie had a little bit of a identity crisis. Nothing was ever completely cohesive. I know that's by design. It's a movie that they wanted you to talk about, but yet as complicated as it feels, it also feels that it's very simplistic. I had a similar feeling to this as I did with the later seasons of Westworld, such as season two and season three. It seems like it doesn't quite get to where it wanted to go. It feels like there may be something missing. Everything's laid out, but it doesn't quite feel right, if that makes sense. The first season of Westworld was great. Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy are the creators and showrunners of Westworld. This has a very similar feel about it. It feels almost like it could have been a side story that took place within the Westworld TV show. It also feels like the movie itself would have lent itself better to a TV show or maybe a miniseries on HBO Max. I just really felt like there was a lot of story that was present that wasn't quite present. It really did feel like it had a much bigger story to tell but we got a two-hour movie, so that means that everything had to be crammed into that two-hour space. This is the directorial debut of Lisa Joy. I believe she did direct some episodes of Westworld. I could be wrong there. This is her first big-budget feature. It's actually a good movie. It's a movie that left me hollow, and I didn't quite know how I felt about it, but I know that it is actually good. It doesn't deserve some of the bad reviews that I saw from critics. It doesn't deserve some of the praise that I saw on IMDb. But again, there's also those people that are bashing it, calling it one of the worst movies they've seen in a while. The movie is well made. It's just the structure. As much as it tried to be unique, it's also something that we've seen before. We've seen this type of film throughout the years. 
One of them would be Christopher Nolan's Inception. It has that kind of vibe by the end of it, even though it doesn't necessarily start there. I really did like the idea of reliving out our happiest memories. Of course, that could also be our saddest memories, but why would you want to do that? You'd probably want to live in the happiest moments of your life. But doesn't that change how you live in the present? We know our memories are not always 100%. We remember most things, however, we also remember them how we want to remember. It's easy to forget the bad that might have happened in our lives. That was the thing that I thought of when I was watching it, so at least the movie did make me think a little bit. This is where the actual concept of the movie would have served better over the course of some high-quality TV episodes of a show maybe Westworld. It makes me wonder if this idea was a holdover or leftover idea from one of the seasons of Westworld. Mostly because of the fact we know that Westworld has largely gotten away from what the original concept was. It went somewhere where we weren't expecting. Does it actually work on that show? I don't know. Having something like this storyline probably wouldn't have been too far off from them being able to do whatever they want. They just used the idea of Westworld for a first season narrative and greatly changed the show over the course of those three seasons. I don't even know what to expect from a season four. I almost consider this film a spin-off of being in that world. We get that dystopian, world is dying idea here. The world is shown to be mostly covered with water. People travel by boat, even when they travel by train. They go and still wind up going through some of the water. It's fascinating. It could be a very real possibility someday. I or you will never see it, but it feels possible. I think the main problem this movie has is probably the fact that it was single-handedly written by Lisa Joy. I don't know if there was any script doctors or whatnot on this. I would say probably not by the way it feels. There probably should have been more rewrites done to the script to craft it a little bit more suitable for an actual film. The dialogue is actually very good in the movie. I like how some of it is very poetic with the way it's delivered. Of course, that is something that is inherent to the film noir genre, but she really did have some nice things to say for her characters. It's just that it gets a little tiring when you repeatedly get told that basically what you're being told in the film is all just a memory and it makes me wonder if it's the actual memory or if it's how the person remembered it. Overall, the actors in the movie are good. I think Hugh Jackman did a what you'd expect Hugh Jackman to do in a film. He provides intensity when needed. He doesn't really go outside of his comfort zone. I guess I kind of felt with him a little bit as far as his how and why the woman that he loved just up and sudden disappeared. That character is May, played by Rebecca Ferguson. She's fine in her role as well. I think the idea that Hugh Jackman as the hurt lover, which he dresses up of, well, I just want to find out what happened. I think we can identify a little bit with that in wanting to know how and why things went wrong. But yet, in real life, we rarely get those types of answers, but this being a movie, we get it laid out for us. 
The supporting role here is played by Thandie Newton. Of course, she is on Westworld. She does a good performance here. She's actually a good actress. I like her in Westworld. I liked her here. I thought she was fine as the alcoholic with a past who, who really does have a deep love for Hugh Jackman's character here. That came across pretty well, especially by the last minute twist even if the twist doesn't necessarily work because we've seen it many times throughout the movie. I will give them credit for actually trying to deliver a ending that is a happy Hollywood ending mixed with a sad ending based on the context of how it's presented. It does share a little bit with Inception's ending, but it won't have those types of questions that Inception delivered at the very end of the film. Inception was very ambiguous. This is very cut and dry. I think both endings do work, even though if the plot device twist for Reminiscence didn't quite work for me. Had the film Reminiscence come along maybe five to eight years ago, it may have actually fared better as far as public opinion as well as the critical reception. I do love the fact that it tried to do something a little bit different, but it has a lot of the same things that we've seen before and that's one of the things that definitely hurt it. I didn't mind my time spent with watching this on HBO Max. I think it was a perfectly fine film to check out. Even check it out in the theater. It's actually not that bad but it just it doesn't reach the greatness that it could have had. I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you don't do the whole social media thing, drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. Also, if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as create new content. And if you are enjoying my show, why not tell a friend about it? But with that being said, be kind and good night.